Welcome to our night of prayer and worship. We're so glad that you can join us. Uh, we hope that you're doing well. I'm sure that most of us have heard that uh, Governor Polis has just announced a stay-at-home order uh, for the state of Colorado for non-essential personnel. So the way that this has been going is things just change. Uh, as soon as you have a plan, that plan changes, and we're having to be uh, flexible. But it's a real privilege to be able to be with you tonight. So we want to take full advantage of this opportunity this evening to spend time in God's uh, presence. And I'd encourage you to just set aside uh, your phone from texting and checking the news and to really participate in this time of worship and prayer. It's very easy with a live stream where you've got it on in the background and you're doing something else, but I'd encourage you to be still and know that He is God, to, to wait upon the Lord. Maybe in the midst of all of this chaos, you go, man, it's been a while since I have heard God's voice. It's been a while since I've been still before Him. I know that's been the challenge for me with all of the things that have been happening is just to be able to be still before uh, the Lord. So join me right now in prayer. Let's commit this evening over to the Lord. Father, we thank you for your presence with us, that you promise to never leave us or forsake us, that right now we have the choice and the opportunity to, to worship you. Pray for each person that they would feel your presence inside of their home, right where they're at. Jesus, would you reveal yourself to them? Would you speak to them? Lord, just free our hearts, our voices, our minds to worship you. We know that the enemy's real, that he loves to attack when we're vulnerable. So would you bind Satan? attack upon our minds, discouragement. We thank you, Jesus, that you are living hope, that you're alive, so our hope is alive. We thank you that things are never wasted, that you're always redeeming and using things together for good, that right now you are working. Lord, I pray specifically for those that feel hopeless, feel trapped. God, that you would encourage them. So Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I wanted to start our time off together in the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter three. In the book of Habakkuk, he's really wrestling with some hard questions. He's wrestling with God, where are you? Why would you allow this? God has revealed to Habakkuk that he's going to use pagan nations to come and judge the children of Israel. And Habakkuk saying, Lord, why would you do this? Habakkuk makes a wise choice to spend time in chapter two, to get alone with the Lord, set himself apart until the Lord spoke to him. And the Lord encouraged Habakkuk with this, to walk by faith. And our relationship with God is one by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. And this is an opportunity for us right now in our lives to choose to walk by faith. There's so many things that we can't see, that we can't understand, and to trust the Lord. The end of the book, we see Habakkuk going from wrestling to worshiping. The end of the book says this, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, 
though they labor of the, though the labor of the olive may fail and the fields yield no fruit though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls yet I will rejoice in the Lord I will joy in the God of my salvation so Habakkuk is saying even if the prosperity goes away even if we're taken captive I'm going to choose to trust you and this may be how you feel. You may feel that there's no herds in the stalls. There's no flock in the fold. There's no fruit on the vine. But he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. That's what we get to do this evening. In response to worship, this is what God does. The Lord God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet. And he will make me walk on high hills. Habakkuk prior to this would have said, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I don't know how I'm going to walk forward. But he's saying, God, you're my strength. Let's make that personal tonight. I need God's strength. You need God's strength. You're you're my strength. And you're going to make my feet like deer's feet. And I'm going to be able to walk on high hills. God's going to give us strength to be able to walk through this difficulty. So join us in worship right now. Let's pour out our hearts before the Lord. Let's rejoice in him. Right. 
Faithful 
have lost a loved one due to the coronavirus. And let's pray for them right where you're at in your home. Uh, just begin to intercede. Cry out to the Lord. Pray for his comfort and his peace. Father, I pray for the families of those that have lost loved ones here in Colorado Springs, that you would comfort them with your peace and meet with them, be their good shepherd that leads them to still waters and green pastures. Let's cry out to the Lord for Colorado Springs tonight or for the city that you currently live in and Ask that the Lord would intervene. Father, I pray for Mayor Southers here in Colorado Springs that you would give him wisdom, that you give him peace, that you guide him and direct him and surround him with godly counsel and sound wisdom. We also pray for Governor Polis, God, that you would minister to him and guide him through this. Surround him with the people that he needs to help him give him the advice. I want to draw our attention now to Philippians chapter 4. Turn with me there in your Bibles. Philippians 4. Verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. This is a good opportunity to, to do that. To choose to rejoice in the Lord, not just when things are good, but all the time. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be made known to all men, the Lord's at hand. We can go through this trial with gentleness because we know that Christ is going to return. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So let's walk through that tonight. What are you anxious for? Is it financial? Is it physical? Is it, is it fear? Is there just this underlying uneasy feeling of stress? 
that God encourages us, commands us to be anxious for nothing, but then to choose to pray about those things that we're anxious for and to enter into his presence with thanksgiving and let our requests be made known to God. And then the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. We're available to pray with you and pray for you tonight through the comments and the chat. And what is it tonight specifically that you're anxious for? Would you go ahead and and let us know? And we want to respond directly to be able to pray for you. So as we walk through this next prayer, let's interact with one another. Let's pray for one another. Let's minister to one another. And that's only going to happen as we share uh, with each other. So take advantage of of those comments and let us know what it is that you're anxious for and what it is that you need prayer for. So let's pray together. Let's wait upon the Lord together. Let's walk through this passage together in prayer. Father, your word tells us to not be anxious for anything. That can be difficult right now for us. We're worrying and our hearts are wondering how long is this going to last and what's the physical impact going to be health and what's the financial impact going to be but we choose right now to stop worrying to give your worries over to the lord cast your burdens upon him cast your your cares upon him know that he cares for you let's begin to offer up our prayers to ask the Lord to intervene in the midst of those worries and the midst of those concerns be specific with him you've ever had one of your children or seen a child carry something that's too heavy for them and you're offering to carry the burden but sometimes they won't allow you to carry the burden and sometimes they do and tonight give that burden over to your heavenly father he's able to bear it give it to him in prayer let's receive his peace that surpasses understanding to guard our hearts and minds we want a peace from understanding where we can have all of the information but let's just receive his supernatural peace allow him to hold us in his loving arms pray for your peace, your supernatural peace that surpasses understanding will come upon the RMC family tonight. God, would you envelop us with your peace? May it guard our hearts. May it guard our minds.
Sing your prayer. 
chapter 8 and it really spoke to me because it expressed just what we sang and it's God is working we may not see it or feel it but he is working and this is the promise that is given to us in Romans chapter 8 I'm going to start in verse 26 it says likewise the spirit also helps in our weakness for we do not know what we should pray but the spirit himself makes intercession for us for us with groanings which cannot be under. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the heart is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the Spirit is making intercession for us according to the will of God. And here's the promise of God. It says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. We know all things work together for good. So this verse, Romans 8, 28, tells us that God is working. I've been reading through the book of Ruth in my quiet time, very applicable for what's going on right now. There's a famine in Israel. So we find this family, Naomi and her husband, leaving and going to Moab. Then in Moab, her sons get married, but both of her sons pass away. She's not experiencing what she believes to be the Lord working. In fact, she changes her name from Naomi to Mara, which means bitter. But as the story unfolds, we do see that God is working. They come back to Bethlehem once they hear that there's food. The famine ends. This is going to end. And they come to Boaz's field and Boaz begins to provide for Ruth and Naomi. Ruth gets remarried to Boaz they have a child and Naomi's holding her grandson and here's goodness that God had for her God was working on her behalf 
but she didn't realize it. Ultimately, this child that was born led to Christ, the lineage of Christ, the genealogy of Christ. So, so church, please hear me tonight on this, is we all have to battle through our feelings and our thoughts to hold on to the promises of God, that God is working, and he's working towards a plan, and that plan is for good according to his purpose. I really believe that God is, is working his purpose in our church, working his purpose in this lost and dying world through these difficulties that we're going through. So press through that battle with the mind and hold on to the promise of God. Right now is a time to hold fast to God's promises, his word, not what we're feeling. So right now in the comments in the chat, would you let us know a specific verse? Write it down in the comments that you've been holding on to right now. Maybe it's Psalms 23, maybe it's Jeremiah 29, 11. But let's encourage one another right now with these promises that the Lord has been speaking to us. So as we enter into this next song of, of worship, let's share with one another, let's fellowship with one another the promises of God that we've been holding on to.
search for the Lord. And so I just really believe that there's things in my heart, uh, in your heart, uh, that are dead and that are, uh, that need the Lord's love, that need his life. Things that we've blocked out, that we forgot about. And I'm just reminded of a, of a verse in Isaiah uh, that he wants to take our desert and make it into a wellspring. So just encourage you to sing along tonight. It's a song of hope that he's making a way, even when we can't see it, that he turns seas into highways. He turns chaos into order. And we just have to trust. Amen.
about heaven and think about the reality of what awaits us. Jesus in John 14 said, don't let your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me because I go to prepare a place for you. He also told us in this world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. So God has asked us to put our hope upon eternity. We know that this life is passing. So let's read the last book of the Bible for a second, the last chapter where heaven is described for us and how wonderful that this is going to be and allow our, our hearts to look forward with anticipation. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each yielding its fruit every month. So I wonder what those fruits are going to be like. You get the fruit of the month from the tree of life. The leaves of the tree were of the healing of the nations. That's what we really long for this evening is the healing of the nations. And heaven is ultimately going to provide that. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him. So we'll be with the lamb serving him. They shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of sun, for the Lord gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. Then he said to me, these words are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show his servant the things which must shortly take place. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. So Jesus declares that he comes quickly. So church, be encouraged. Be encouraged of the hope of heaven, the hope of eternal life. God loves you. God is with you. I want to remind you of a few things uh, this evening. First is, we're here to minister to you. Please feel free to email us at the church office. Also, the individual staff members, our emails are there. So please reach out to us via email. Also calling the church office as well. We're kind of taking these a day at a time. Uh, we Tomorrow with this stay-at-home order, we're probably not going to be able to answer the phones like we normally do, but leave us a voicemail. We'll get back to you. Reach to, out to us via email. Also on our teaching page, if you go to rmcalvary.org and you click the teaching page, you'll see a link to Right Now Media. And this is a free resource to you, to Rocky Mountain Calvary. It's got a lot of really good content there, a lot of good uh, teachings there. And so go to that to, to be able to be encouraged. Also, please connect with us via social media. This is one of the great opportunities for uh, social media. So you can look at the church's Facebook, the church's Instagram. Also, I'd love to connect with you personally. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and, and Instagram so that we can stay encouraged. Please remember to let's continue to be the church and love and support one another. And even though we can't gather in person, RMC family, please give each other a call. If you've got people's number from Rocky Mountain Calvary, call them, see how they're doing. Let them know that they're, you're praying for them. If you have normal fellowship groups, 
keep fellowshipping with them through a phone call and through a text, through a Zoom uh, conference call. So we're going to continue to look for creative ways to just try to minister to you, to encourage God's word to you. Uh, But remember that God loves you uh, so much. So I want to pray for you this evening specifically as we end up this night of prayer and worship. Father, I'm so thankful for Rocky Mountain Calvary, my brothers and sisters in Christ. And Lord, we miss one another. We miss seeing each other. God, but we know that you are in our midst and you are working things together for good. So Lord, would you be faithful to bring those specific promises to our mind? May we be faithful to focus upon your promises. And I pray tonight specifically for those who are discouraged. Lord, those that are despairing, that you would comfort them with your love, that you would take away fear and allow them to know that they're the child of God. For those that haven't yet received you, that haven't yet trusted you for salvation, we pray that tonight would be the night of salvation. So Lord, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. As we close out here, if you've got a specific prayer request, please let us know in the comments. We're gonna be faithful to, to pray for those. If you haven't received Christ as your savior, please hear this. Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. He rose again. And what you're really looking for is a relationship with Christ. I think the song that Billy just sang a few moments ago of what we're really looking for is the Lord. So many things are getting stripped away from us so that we would focus on the Lord. And you might be saying, well, how do I be saved? You turn from your sin. The Bible calls it repentance. And you believe, you believe that Jesus is real, that he died on the cross for your sins and rose again and invite him to be the Lord of your life. If you'd like to make that decision to receive Christ as your savior tonight, would you please let us know on the comments? Would you please let us know on the chat? I'd like to receive Christ as my savior. We're gonna follow up with you uh, directly. So thanks again for joining us. God bless you and we hope to see you soon.